Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I hope you've been having a great summer so far. We're finally getting sunshine in LA, okay? I've been sitting by the pool sometimes, writing my gratitude journal, just enjoying the sun because it took a long time to get here. And now, of course, a lot of us are complaining that it's hot as hell, but at least we got the sun. Anyway... I've been working on some things for Go Girl. I know I say this almost every episode and I have been like the past few weeks just doing some research and writing and journaling and getting my thoughts out and being guided and led in certain directions. I even posted some questions on my social media. Be sure you're following at Go Girl Movement on Instagram and at I am Ashley Caprice on Instagram and TikTok. I'm in my stories now like, hey, like how can I best serve you? So I'm listening. I'm hearing you because as a creative, I like to create and I have a lot of ideas and I want to put it all out there. However, I'm like, well, I'm creating for people and for my girls. So I want to make sure I'm putting content out that you will appreciate. So a lot of the feedback was wanting more podcast episodes and information about just relationship advice or how to trust yourself after leaving a toxic relationship and even how to not lose yourself while in a relationship. So I got you totally understand. And that's where I saw Go Girl going as well. I didn't want to stick to the red flag so much and what's wrong with relationships so much because I want to make sure we all get it right. So I've been thinking of new creative ways and things to do for my podcast and my blog. I'm still working on things. It's not going to be fully fleshed out until I don't know when. Okay. Not going to put that pressure on myself, but I am creating things on the back end. So that's why sometimes I'm missing a couple of weeks because I'm doing things like behind the scenes. I'm still active though on social media at Go Girl Movement, or you can always hit me up on the website at gogirlmovement.org. So there is one thing I want to try. I want to try it this week and see how you all respond to it. I used to do this in radio. Um, I have something called Friday night turn up. Okay. Like back in the day, I used to love coming in on my Friday night. It was not really a true turn up in the, the sense of what you'd think. It was my own turn up as in I had a long week. So I ain't doing nothing on a Friday. I'm getting my favorite food, fast food back at that time. I'm going to watch my favorite TV shows and I'm going to relax with some chocolate chip cookies and wine. Yes. It has now evolved and it includes my fiance and every Friday night we're doing something fun where we're getting some of our favorite foods and watching whatever we decide to binge at this time in our lives, right? In doing my Friday night turnips, my solo Friday night turnips, I used to always watch this show called What Would You Do? And it was so fascinating because they'd share different scenarios and they'd have real people, not actors, real people respond and they'll see how they respond to these certain situations. You know, it's kind of like, what would you do if this happened to you? What would you do if you witnessed this? Would you go up and try to save the person? Would you say something? Like, what would you do? I brought that idea to radio when I was in radio. Like, what would you do? We brought up different situations and people would call in and share what they would do. So here I am again on a podcast and I'm going to do this maybe 
once a month. I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to even commit to that right now. I'm just going to try this out. So there are a lot of relationship topics that spread online and get people talking. So I wanted to bring it to the podcast. I want to bring what would you do here? And let's chat about it. Let's chat about some of these relationship topics. And you can reflect on what you would do. I'll share what I would do. And I'll share like probably what's going on and what's wrong with these these dating streets right now. So I saw this post online and I'm going to read it to you. And then I'll share the response that I had in that thread. And then we'll talk about it a little more. Okay. So here's the post. The person who shared it said, is she being too critical? Here we go. End quote. I'm wondering if I'm overreacting. When I get approached by men and they say things like, I would like to take you out, blah, blah, blah. I give them my availability. And they always seem to ask me what I want to do or they make no plans at all. Any plan that involves place of residence is an automatic block. It irritates me and I tend to not even question them. I just block or never speak to them if I see them again in person. Another thing is I don't text first or do frequent text messages or phone calls until after the first date because I don't want to build that familiarity and fondness with someone who may or may not go shortly after the first few dates. Am I being too critical when it comes to how I deal with men? End quote. Yes, girl. Yes. This is the thing. I don't I don't think she's really being too critical. I just think she's not really giving any chances or really communicating her needs. It sounds like she's been in these dating streets. She's tired. She has no time for the games and the BS anymore. Totally understandable and relatable. And so now she's not even given a chance. Like someone could do something wrong, one small thing, not even, not even ask her on a proper date and she just blocks. She's done. So here was my response to that post. I said, I'm totally with her on the not texting first or frequent combo beforehand. It is important to chat a couple of times to make sure you'll be comfortable with the person first, though. And as far as just blocking when they initiate something, it's taking it too far, in my opinion. We're all on earth to connect, learn, grow. How about doing something different? How about communicating more? Say something like, I'm open and going out with you. I'm available on this date at this time. However, I'd prefer you to pick the place and I'll meet you there. Or simply tell him a few choices and let him make the final choice so he's still leading. I just think we need to do better in the dating streets. Share your preferences. Too many people are going along with just hanging out at the house, so some men don't know better until we tell them. By the way, immediately blocking someone when they're trying to set up plans sounds like ghosting too. Ladies, let's do better. So that's what I said. And there's a lot to that. Not too much, but let's 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 dive in. First of all, I think this is kind of funny that I'm giving um, my take on this because I was that girl before. I would ghost immediately. You did something wrong. I don't have time for this. I'm done. And that was actually after talking to a guy for a while. If they just did anything wrong, they were disrespectful, said something I didn't like, whatever. I was done. I just didn't communicate with them anymore. And that was it. I was cool. <laughs> I didn't block the person. A lot of times it was like they probably knew they did something wrong because they weren't reaching out to me either. We just stopped talking after whatever a certain situation would happen without communicating about it and just block, done, gone. You're not hearing from me anymore. Or not even blocking. I would just ghost. But it sounds like this lady, even before a date, she's already made up her mind. Like if they're asking me to the house, which I understand, girl, I had someone back in the day ask me on a first date to 
his apartment. It was like, oh, you want to come chill in a jacuzzi? I said, is he trying to see me in my bra and panties and I don't even know him? Like, absolutely not. I said, no. And he's like, well, you know, it's just coming to chill and kick it. It wasn't like you had to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. We dated for a few months and that was that. Whatever. But I didn't go over there on the first date in my bra and panties. Like, that just was not happening. So I do think it's important, like, if that's not your style, which I do think women should like protect themselves and meet out in public for the first time, first few times of getting to know a guy. If that's your style to go over to their house, be safe, be careful. There were some people who left comments like, oh, it could have been a nice dinner at his house, whatever. I don't know. But, you know, if you get into that space with someone in the privacy of their home, you never know what could go down. If you're down for that and ready, do you boo. But I think with this poster Obviously, she was not comfortable with just going over a guy's house. Understandably so. Therefore, she could have communicated that. Like, hey, I would love to meet out with you somewhere in public. I'm not comfortable going to your house the very first time that I'm getting to connect with you or link up with you or whatever, right? Like, how about we meet up somewhere else? Instead of making a judgment like, oh, he just wants me to come to his house to do whatever or, you know, I'm just not comfortable with that. Like, There's a saying that we teach people how to treat us. If that's the case, we have to actually teach people how to treat us. If you're opposed to going over to someone's house on a first date, cool, but let them know that. Like, hey, I'm not comfortable going to your house on a first date. If they trip in that, when you state that boundary, then that's the problem. If they have an issue with that and like, oh, you, you know, you too good or whatever they're going to say, then that's your issue. But at least you opened up and communicated about what your concern was instead of just not saying anything at all. And obviously, sometimes things come easy to the fellas. Sometimes they'll invite a woman over to their house and women come over. So they don't know what's okay and what's not okay sometimes until we say it. And that's why I said in my response, like, if we want them to date us better, if if we want men to date us better, then we have to teach them maybe how to date, Right. Speak up for your wants and your needs, girls. This is a prime example. And you can refer back to one of my episodes, like four boundaries you should have with yourself when dating. This is a prime example of setting your boundaries when you're just getting to know someone, when you're in the beginning stages, because they just don't know what's appropriate and what's not. And as far as her saying, I don't want to text or call before the first date because I don't want to build like, you know, familiarity or like rapport with a person. That's kind of silly just to be honest, because it's like you want to be a little comfortable and know the person a little bit before you go out with them because you want to make sure they're worth your time. Like now I'm starting to think it just sounds like she just want to go on a date to go on a date because, okay, of course, you don't want to go over his house. That's cool. But now you don't even want to talk to him first. You just want to go out on this beautiful date without you even knowing anything about the person because you're not talking on the phone. And of course, you don't want to go over to their house. So it's like, oh, you just want to be taken out. No, I think there should be a couple of conversations beforehand so that you know that you're comfortable and you do have a rapport with that person. Of course, don't don't you don't have to talk every single day for like a few weeks or even a few months before going out, because then you go out. If it doesn't work out, then it's like, oh, dang, I wasted my time. Especially if you're doing online dating. Oh, I should have an episode about this too, some rules to online dating. But get out there and meet the person face-to-face quickly so that you're not building this pen pal relationship and getting to know them and falling for them over 
messages or over phone calls and you haven't even met the person at all to know how your energy is when you're really around them. With my partner, we connected online and then we went out a week and a half later. He wanted to go out the first weekend. I'm like, nah, man, <laughs> it was still COVID times. Okay. We met in 2021. It was early 2021 in March. And so I'm like, I don't know, like things are just opening up. Uh, let's give it a little time. So we just talked and FaceTime for like, you know, a few times for a week and a half before we met up. And when we met up, like I hadn't got to know him a, a tiny bit and felt a little comfortable. Still, we met up in public at a, at a park and we sat there and talked for like six hours. So that was great. But I was a little more comfortable and a little safer because we did have conversations before. There were other times where there were guys that literally there would be like a conversation on the phone after matching with each other online. We'll talk for like 15, 20 minutes on the phone. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not going to meet up with this person just because I knew the energy was already off through the phone. So why would I want to bring my energy, get dressed, look all glamorous, drive somewhere to meet up with someone? And I knew the energy was already going to be off. So with her, what would you do? My response to her would be to communicate a little better, right? If she has, if she thinks she's being too critical, she's already asking, is she wrong or overreacting? Obviously she knows it could be a case of her overreacting. So she needs to chill out for a minute and she needs to say, okay, let me just, she just needs to build some boundaries for herself. Like, okay, I don't want to talk to someone so much that I fall for them before meeting them face to face. So instead, let me talk to this person like two times before we commit to going out. Let me at least talk on the phone with them for twice before committing to going out. Set that boundary with herself. She should also know that she should share her boundaries. Hey, I'm not comfortable going with your house, but I am comfortable with going out with you. Let's go somewhere. Boom. That's it. Leave the ball in his court. And yes, there's a thing where women are mad that men are not planning dates. I totally get it because I'm 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 all for that. Like I'm I'm not even a big planner. So I do like when other people plan things and plan the dates. But if you have a problem with that and the man doesn't really first of all, if y'all not even talking, he's not even getting to know you, to know what you like and what you don't like and where can he take you because he just doesn't know anything about you. So you'll probably complain about any place he takes you to because you don't want to have a conversation with him even beforehand because you don't want to build the rapport. But now you can't build the rapport. So now he don't know where to take you out on a date. Does that make sense? Make it make sense. It does not make sense. So when you're talking and having a couple of conversations before even going out and meeting with this person in public, you let them know some of your likes and dislikes and you know, the type of food you like. Most men will ask, like, oh, what type of food do you like? Oh, I like Mexican or Italian. That's me. And so they'll say, okay, cool. I know this great Italian restaurant. Let's meet there. So it's like you're giving options, but you're not telling them what to do. Okay, you're telling him the type of food you like, so then you leave it in his hands to choose the place. Boom, he's leading. Or you give him date options, like say, I'm open to, a, to bowling or going out to eat. I'm going open to going to happy hour or something like that and just let him choose. If he's like, all right, so what you want to do then? I mean, that's kind of like a yellow flag. I won't say red flag, kind of like a yellow flag. Like, homie, I'm going to need you to plan and not ask me. But here are my options, okay? So I just think we need to do better with our communication, especially when we're getting to know someone and in the very beginning stages because you could be cutting a lot of great people off simply because you are not 
saying anything that you want. I know that I wanted a good, healthy relationship. So I'm like, well, if I have an issue with anything, I'm going to need to communicate with this person. How do I do that? Oh, so I read books on how to communicate with a partner. I'm, I'm, you know, doing the work to learn those things to become better so that when I am in a situation, I don't ghost anymore. So hopefully this young lady grows up a little bit more and matures a little more, start trusting people more and open herself up, open herself up and allowing people to lead, allowing herself to speak up for what she wants and what she desires and allowing herself to set some boundaries with herself and others. So that's what I think she should do. What do you think she should do in her situation? Should she not talk to the person she wants to go out with before going out? Should she just block people instead of communicating why she's blocking or giving them a chance? Let me know. You can follow me again on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at I am Ashley Caprice or at gogirlmovement.org. This podcast is also on the blog at gogirlmovement.org. So leave your comment over there. What would you do? All right. This was a great fun episode of the Go Girl podcast. I'll be back next time, maybe with another what would you do scenario or just chatting with you about self-care, self-love and self-discovery. All right. Self-love starts with you. Remember that. Until next time, go girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.